Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Biden and the Democrats have a real problem. And their problem, of course, we know is definitely big time with the black community because we have seen that they have not done a thing for the black voter whatsoever. So in the midst of me just looking for content for our podcast tonight, I stumbled upon a short clip uh, that was actually on Fox news of all locations. I want you to go ahead on and listen to this particular clip because even over there, they have to admit what we already have been saying. Some of the issues that, Biden has with particular groups of voters. So let's go ahead and roll that. 2018 and 2022, the the youngest cohort of voters, 18 to 29, moved more Republican. They're still overwhelmingly Democrat, but they moved towards the Republicans. And if I were a Democrat, I'd be as worried as the Biden White House is about them. If you take a look at all the polls, this is the group that is most un, is most uh, uncomfortable with the idea of an 82-year-old running for re-election as president. Uh, the lack of enthusiasm among younger Democrats or among uh, younger voters towards the Democratic front runner, Joe Biden, is palpable. That's exactly why they have continued to try, for example, on the student loan forgiveness. They're trying to bribe them, hoping that that uh, by you know it's it's a time of uh, bread and circuses. We're back in the Roman era, and they can buy their votes. And they, it's, it ain't working. It, but the polling data, these there are two groups that look like the lack of enthusiasm could be deadly to the Democrats in 2024 if the Republicans nominate a fresh face, and those are younger voters and blacks whose okay, enthusiasm levels Let me shake off. my head, Carl, uh, because <laughs> the, Biden White House, uh, the Biden team is not concerned that young voters are going to vote for Donald Trump or for the Republican ticket. They're concerned they will either not vote at all, that's a real possibility, or that they'll vote for, like, Cornell West. Mm-hmm. who is a lot of appeal for younger voters as an independent candidate. And so their task is really to not persuade them to vote Democratic, but to persuade them to bother to go to the polls. And the big problem there is that younger voters do not see politics as an effective way to address the issues that matter in their lives. So you need to get Washington to be more functional if you're going to energize younger voters. To I, I agree with you that the likelihood is the dr- dr- decline in turnout is what they're most concerned about. Six percent fewer 18 to 29-year-old voters in Arizona fail to turn out. He loses Arizona. One percent fewer black voters in Georgia turn out to vote in 2024 than voted in 2020. He loses Georgia. So even on the margins, these groups that are not enthusiastic or maybe willing to go to Cornell West or maybe to contemplate staying home, that's the problem for the Democrats. Well, and so as you heard, it's a many variables with the Democrats right now. First of all, Cornell West. Cornell West is an issue for them, not because he's going to win the election. But Cornell West is a viable option for a lot of black voters who don't want to vote for Democrat, but they're so used to performing the voting. At least they won't give it to Biden. They give it to Cornell West because they're not going to give it to Trump. That's the really the big issue they're having with Cornell West. They would love for him to drop out of the race so he, they can stop um, siphoning off votes from the Democrats, especially with Biden. Number two, they mentioned young voters. Now young voters, um, which more so your millennials, uh, your Gen Z's. And I guess you could, po- I, of course, my generation, Gen X, wouldn't be considered young voters because we're more middle-aged, but we're not along the lines of the baby boomers. So we agree more with the younger voters on a lot of issues like capitalism, uh, the way the political structure works in America, uh, we're more cool with work from home jobs instead of going to the office, that sort of thing, like a lot of boomers and those who think like that would like to do. Uh, but 
they mentioned the 18 and maybe 24 year olds. No, they're not really thinking about politics because you have to understand people in Biden's age group has literally ruined those children. I say children because they, they are kids to me, but, but they're young adults. They ruin those young adults chances just to survive. Let me tell you why it doesn't make sense for a one bedroom studio apartment to be, be costing doesn't make sense. When I was 18 years old, a one bedroom studio would run you like about 400, 500 a month. And I'm talking about, I'll come from Port Arthur. I'm not talking about a Houston or Dallas or something like that. I'm talking about a Port Arthur, Texas, small like that $400 a month. All you had to do is put on down your deposit. If your credit wasn't good, you put down your deposit. If they had a move in special, a lot of times it'd be half of that. So if it's like 500, all you gotta do is pay 250 and you could go in on and move in gone. All the days where an 18 year old could say, okay, I'm a young uh, man. I'm a young lady. Now let me go go on and get me a job. I can work at Walmart. I can work at fast food. I can work anywhere. And then now I can go and get me an apartment. More and more people cannot move out of their parents' home. Not because they want to stay there and be a all their life. But the fact is they really can't afford it. Then on top of that, three times the rent is what what you need to make. Doesn't make sense. Then on top of that, they want you to have a 700 credit score. What 18 to 21 to 25 year old normally has a 700 plus credit score. A lot of times they don't even have enough credit to even get to a 700 credit score in their credit history. So you ask them for things that young people cannot do and they write to blame that boomer generation that's running the politics. Let me tell you something, that boomer generation, Biden and all that cohort, they are literally running this country to the ground. Do you understand? They're running it to the ground. What they had as, as young men and women when they were 18, that's not what you have. Do you understand that? So this is why a lot of young people feel politics don't work is because it's not that politics don't work. Let me tell a lot of just young people in general that could be listening. It's not politics. It's the politicians that you have up there. See, it needs to be a revolutionary movement of all people. I would say not just black people, but of all people to say, you know what? We made all, all agree with each other, but we can agree that we have people who don't even relate to us at all running the government and they can't even operate a smartphone. They're making regulations about AI. They're they just doing so many things. They don't even know how to operate nothing. These are our, they, they are our grandmothers, great grandmothers, great grandfathers ages. What happened to the time where people look forward to retirement? Why these people don't go retire? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, they, they don't say, okay, man, look, I'm, I have done my time. Let me go enjoy my life. Let me go fishing. Let me go visit my grandkids. Let me see the world. No, they want to hold that generation wants to hold on to this country because they know the moment they let go, this country is fundamentally changed and they trying to stop the fundamental change of America by holding on so tight. You got to think about it. The majority of the CEOs of the companies and the people that run this country, a lot of them is tied to that group. So they're doing everything they can. These people are willing to die in office, have cognitive decline, be wheeled in wheelchairs. Listen, if anybody was at, like that on their job, the company would be like, all right, now, nah, you know, look, 
you're going to have to go ahead and retire because you can't work like this. Either you retire and get all your pension and benefits and everything, or we're going to have to end up letting you go. And I, I don't want to let you go and you lose everything. So just go ahead and retire. Most companies would have do, done that already. They would have never allowed what you see going on today. So when young people feel that the government don't work, that's why. So that revolution I'm talking about needs to be a voting revolution. And the voting revolution should be this. We're going to run candidates who are in three groups. The oldest we will allow is a Gen Xer. That's the oldest. The millennials and Gen Z. Now, of course, you have more of your, to say president wise, you probably have to pick more of a Gen Xer, maybe an older millennial, because you got to be at least 35, but it won't be a, a Gen Z. But when it comes to politicians, you got to get them out the paint. I don't care what side of the aisle you on. If you don't want this country to go to the mud where it's going now, think about it. Even Trump himself is freaking 77. Why? Where's all the young people? You mean to tell me they don't have no young people that could run the government? None. That's the problem. And a lot of y'all get upset with the system who want to, who want to stay here and invest in it. But what are you doing to change it? Are you saying, Hey, I'm going to go with the younger candidates. We don't want to hear what you got to say. Or you'll say, ah, politics don't work. I'm giving up on it. I'm not being part of nothing. That's not going to fix it for you. Cause let me tell you something. Those boomers, they gonna hold on until they pass away. But the mess that's left when after they pass away, you gonna have to deal with it. And it's best you better get involved with it now if you want to stay here in this country. Now, if you like, hey, I'm just trying to get a bag and I'm I'm leaving, then hey, don't worry about it. You good. But those of you who are trying to stay here the rest of your life, you you better think what the problem is right now. All those politicians that you see up there. They all tied in so deep to these corporations. That's why nothing's good is happening for, for the younger people. So then he mentioned black voters not being enthusiastic. Let me play a clip, a, a clip just to remind you part of the reason why the black community is not enthusiastic about Biden at all. Let's go ahead and roll that. Especially those moments and especially those moments when this campaign was at its lowest ebb. The African-American community stood up again for me. You've always had my back, and I'll have yours. Always had my back, and I'll have yours. Always had my back, and I'll have yours. As you heard the infamous clip from President Joe Biden, said that the black community always had his back and he would have ours and he didn't have a thing, but he had the back of Ukraine. That's for sure. Gave them $113 billion that we, you know, we covered the other day, right? We covered the other day that the federal government spent $2.6 trillion on the pandemic. 1.6 trillion of that was spent in 2020 itself. Now I'm not saying Biden spent all that, but we just talking about in general, we watched the Biden administration there. They open up the door and the floodgates have been just pouring in people from Latin America. Just coming to New York right now is from what I was seeing. They're everywhere, all on the streets in New York, even in the area of Manhattan, they're there. 
Now I'm possibly going to be heading back to New York here in a few months. And if I, and if I know where they at, I'm going to take my cameras out and I'm going to film that. So you guys could see exactly what's going on out there with officer mayor, Eric Adams, and some of the things that he got going on with that. So we're seeing Biden do for everybody else. He did the, the, the Asian hate crime bill. He didn't do nothing for black folk. So when you don't do nothing for someone, how are they enthusiastic about you? Once again, I liken a lot of this to a relationship because it's easy to understand. If you are with a woman and that woman does nothing for you, she made a lot of promises what she'll do for you, but she did nothing for you at all. You watching your woman do for everybody else except you. Would you really be enthusiastic about that woman or vice versa? If you're a woman and, a, and you have a man that promised you the world, right? But you see him doing for everybody else except you. Would you really be enthusiastic about that relationship? You were contemplating leaving that relationship because you're not a priority for your significant other. So it's political relationship. We're not a priority for the Democrat party. So this is why people say, yeah, I'm good. I'll sit at home. I'm good. Uh, I'll maybe if I do it, I'll vote Cornell West. Some may say I'm good. I want to be petty. So I'm going to spite them and vote for the Republicans, whatever, which way that people choose to do it is still a bother to the Democrats. This is why the congressional black caucus who spends no money on anything for the black community gets money together and put a rolling C political action community out. Okay. To try to go out and get the black vote in districts that have 6% of black voters or more. That is a sign of desperation by the Democrat party. Another thing they talked about, a lot of people aren't really cool with voting for a president that's about to be what, 82 years old. And you literally can see him in cognitive decline. You see this man falling asleep when he's having meetings. This man should be at home sleeping at his house. He should be doing what he needs to do. Seeing his doctor, enjoying his life. He's done enough. He's done enough. He's with president. Okay. He did that. Vice president for eight years. Obama, he did that. He did the, you know, he, yes, he did the 94 crime. bill. I, I think he's really done enough. And I think the Democrat party is sad. Let me tell you why it's sad. The Democrat party know that man is in cognitive decline. They know the country really don't feel him being president again, but due to his age. Okay. And yet they still pushing Biden to go out there and, and do this. Why can't you choose a, another Democrat to run for office and try to get the presidency? Why don't you tell him, Hey man, look, you didn't done your job. It's time for you to retire. And, and, and he needs to embrace the new person that's going to come behind him. See, these people don't want to, that previous generation as well, they don't believe in legacy building. And what I mean by that is, let's say like me, I'm supposed to show younger people how to do what I do so I can eventually move out of the way myself. I don't want to be doing what I'm doing at 80, Lord bless me to live that long, 81, 82 I want to have other people do it and I just sit behind the scenes and I'm, I can show up here and there, but I just want to sit behind the scenes and let, Hey, let them younger people do that. Let them. 
I have no problem with that. That's where you want to be anyway. You want to be on the, on the business side of it. You want to be, oh, I need to travel here, travel there. I need to do this and do that. And you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to post a podcast. Oh, I got to post a news report. Oh, what about the thumbnails? Oh, what about payroll? Oh, what about taxes? Oh, what about, th-? you don't want to do anything. You want to get to the point where all that's being taken care of. You, you're just doing the, the other side to grow with what's going on. And even at that point, you still got to have somebody to come behind you and say, hey, look, you know, whenever good Lord ready. This is, this is going to be your spot. So you coming with me to learn is learn the business. Understand what I'm saying? So that, that's really what it is. But these people don't want to do that. They, they don't, they didn't want to mentor anybody young. Look at Maxine Waters, y'all. Maxine Waters, what's she, what? 80, 83, 84, somewhere around there. She's in her eighties. You mean to tell me some young sister that's about 34, 44 can't, can't come behind her and do what she's doing, she won't step out the way. Like all these people are just in the way, even these so-called civil rights groups. Look at Al Sharpton. He, he's still around, like really? Like all, the, all them years of National Action Network, you could not have a couple of brothers and sisters come through there and you could just fall back and let those younger brothers and sisters get out there and do the fight who got the energy and the zeal for it. You couldn't do that, brother. You look at the Urban League, all them bootlick organizations. They don't even want young people to come in and run anything. They don't. They That previous generation is very hostile toward younger people. It's, it's amazing. And it's just not here because when I talk to, you know, the, the, the brothers and sisters, and even in the continent of Africa, you talk to people in European countries Asian countries, all these different countries, that generation worldwide has an issue where they don't want to let go. And they, and they for sure have a, a issue with the younger people coming in, changing things up and running things. But the Democrats put them, put themselves in this situation because this, what you get for thinking that you always going to have the black vote in your back pocket. This is what you, this is what you get. And I'm glad this come up and it's happening to you because it's another thing on top of that. Notice they always just focus on the black vote, not the Latino vote, not the, uh, not the Asian vote, not the native American vote, not all these other votes. So why is this particular vote so important? And they, and they love to throw in our face saying, Oh, you guys are only 14% of the population. Uh, something to that effect, right? Well, if we only 14% of the population as you claim we are, why are our votes are so important to you? Remember, we're only 14%, right? So it leads me to believe if you are a thinking woman or a thinking man, they have purposely undercounted our numbers, which we know they do. Purposely undercounted our numbers. There are more black Americans here in this country than what they let on. They really undercount our numbers a lot for a lot of reasons. Well, one, if it's, if you put on record, there's more black Americans here, then you're going to have to give them more congressional districts and you have to give them more resources. See, they overinflate the white numbers so they can get more congressional districts and more resources. This is, this is, this is why the grift of calling every group white, that's where it comes from, right? Y'all don't, a lot of y'all don't get that. I don't think you do. So a lot of y'all say, oh, white, Hispanic, white, this, white, that. 
they don't care about Hispanic people in that sense. So you can come into whiteness. No, let's use the so-called Hispanic numbers and call them white. Now I've overinflated the white numbers. Let's call Arabs white. Now I'm overinflating the white number, right? Let's call all these different groups of people that's coming in here. Let's call them white because we can overinflate the numbers. And say, look, we got way more white Americans here. So they deserve all the resources or majority of resources than you black people. You understand? But in reality, it's not like that. They don't have an accurate count. Trust me. They can get an accurate count of the census real quick. They could tell you, hey, you got to go here, census.gov. You need to type in your information for the census. If you don't fill out the census, then you'll get a $1,000 fine by the IRS for you not filling out the census. I promise you, the majority of people will be filling out that thing on census.gov and you would get probably 99% to 100% compliance because nobody wants to deal with the IRS with anything, right? Especially people who get a tax return. They really don't want to owe the IRS anything. So they're like, yeah, okay, let me go fill this thing out and whatever. And, and, and you would get 100% compliance. And if they have the thing where it's delineated, where they have, like, for instance, black, you know, you, you know you're black American, they say you're black, but you from the continent of Africa. You're black, but you're from the Caribbean. You're black, but you're from Latin America. Like even delineating, right? And I mean delineating with all groups. You know, like white folks from here, white folks from Europe, white folks from, you know, just everybody delineating. Even in the Asian groups, even the Hispanic groups, just delineate where people can kind of select where they're from. You get an accurate number on everybody. They don't want that because if the census get an accurate number like that, they have to make it public information. And what they don't want, they don't want the country to know, wait a minute, it is not as many white folks here like we thought it was. Because they know it's a numbers game. And they know that if all these non-white groups figure out they don't have the numbers like they claim they do, then people going to get in their head, well, why in the world are we letting them run everything? Why, why are they all the judges and the police and why are they all in the government? Why we see them everywhere? Like, like their numbers are so big and that's what it is. Folks. It's all a grift for them to deceive you and stay in power. So you won't question anything. That's why they do not want really hundred percent compliance with filling out the census. But when it comes to us as black Americans, it is more of us here than what they let on. Let me tell you this. Let's just think logically here. How can we stay at 13% of the population? Do you know in order to stay for your population to stay the same means how many of you who are born, you literally have to have that many die that same year. And if you do the research on how many black people die a year, it is not enough to have our numbers not move. So it's been a finesse with lying about our actual numbers in this country for a long time. Because in order, in order for all that to happen, it would have to be such a wicked and perfect system. Listen, even though we have mass incarceration, not every black man is in jail. 
Let's call it what it is. They don't have enough jails to jail every black man. They only got so many. Not every black woman's in jail either. Not every black man or woman is LGBT. Not every black man or woman believe in getting rid of your children. Trust me, that is not the majority of black America. They're having a lot of children. Yes, they are. You know, some of them, some of them, even in the hood, are having kids like this. Some of them. And nothing happened to their kids at all. So, so how is it we stay stuck at the same amount? So I'm saying that to say this. They know is more of us in this country than they let on. This is why our votes is so important to them for two reasons. It's more of us than what they let on Two, we vote in the block. So when the black community is disgruntled, that's a problem. When the black community is disgruntled, they can with, with our global influence, or we do have global influence, whether they like it or not. We can sway the country, not just our community. We can sway the country not to vote for anybody or vote for somebody. We can sway the country. They know this. They know the power of the black influence. This is why they've always had monitoring on any kind of influential black people. Because they know that what they say can turn everything upside down. So this is why anybody who have any kind of influence, small as it may be, you have Democrat shields attacking them. They not even on national TV in America speaking anything. And yet they are still being attacked because of what they see on social media. Trust me. Names going to start being thrown out again. I already know. Boule Martin. I already know last time he was mentioning me and Tariq Nasheed and Vicki Dillard and uh, professor black truth and Jason black. And I think he mentioned Boyce Watkins and a couple of others, right? If you watch Boule Martin, you better believe our names are coming up again. I promise you our names are going to come up again. Because we know Boulay Martin's bread and butter is through the Democrat party and he's not doing his job because he's supposed to be black and using his influence to get people to vote Democrat. And when he don't do his job, they, they pull in those funds. You understand what I'm saying? But the Democrats should have took care of black folks first. See gone are the days where you can just give us hope and change. See, Barack Obama was the last one that got away with that. That's that didn't cash itself out. We need tangibles. We need something we can spend like lineage based reparations. We need that in the form of cash payments. We can spend that. We can't use anything that's not tangible for us to feed our families. And also Democrats, you seeing all these people suffering with rent, you see all these people being homeless and y'all have the power to control rents in this country by the federal government. You can do it. It's an easy way to do it. I literally sat down today and wrote down how they can actually do it. And it will be affordable for everybody. It, 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 but see, I, I would never give my, my pearls out to the world like that for no reason. Cause I learned a long time ago, you do not give great ideas publicly because them folks are ill hustling right now. 
And what they'll do, they would take is everything I said, and then they would they would apply it, and then act like they created it. So no. So no, I would never put it out here. But trust me, if I was in charge, I would regulate the rents. I would regulate it because it's becoming a problem when so many people become homeless. Then you you have crime because people are hungry. They got to eat. While these these boomers don't care because they got their house, but what about other people? About their house, you know what I'm saying? A lot of black people. We know the, the majority of people who are homeless in this country are black Americans. And the more and more this country go on, the more and more I just shake my head and I'm like, you know, <laughs> I tell my people, you better have your plan B with this place. You better don't, don't be so stubborn and bullheaded. Well, you can't move around if you got to don't be like that. Especially if you got children, if you want to do that on your own, do you, but if you got children, you need to think about them and making sure children deserve to be safe. Children deserve to be comfortable and children deserve a proper education. Children deserve love, protection, etc. And if you, and if for some reason this, you can't get that in this country and you got to move around, it's just that simple, but do you, but the Democrats are in trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, they are in trouble and this is a good thing. That's good. And they will stay in trouble until they do lineage based reparations in the form of cash payments. We are single issue voters on this thing. Biden and the Democrats got in office and done everything they could to hurt people. Black Americans created more businesses during the pandemic than any other group. What did Biden and them do? Went to weaponize the IRS against small business owners, not against Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and all those guys. No, weaponize it where, well, if you get $600 or more through a payment app, now the IRS, you got to report all this to the IRS versus when it used to be, if you made 20,000 for the year, you had to report that and pay taxes on that. The way it was before it was fair and it was equitable. But what they doing now is just being predatory on any little dime that a person makes. And this is once again, Democrats did that. Biden did that. Biden signed it because if Biden was against it, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to sign it. And if he wouldn't have signed it, it wouldn't have went nowhere. Biden then want to hire 87,000 IRS agents. You think them agents coming after Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Warren Buffett? Nope. They're coming after regular people. That's, that's what that is. But that's your Democrats for you. They claim they're your friends, but in the end, they're harming you. So people have the right to say, hey, I don't really want an 80 year old president. Black people say, have every right to sit it out because we haven't gotten nothing out of the deal. Tell him, tell, tell him to go to Ukraine and get the votes from there. Tell them that. Tell the Asian community, tell everybody else to vote for you. That's why I say, tell the people that you, you invested your money and time in to vote for you. Leave us alone. Now, I know they're going to have the Boule members out here trying to encourage you to vote, but just tell them this. I'm not voting for no Democrat until I get lineage-based reparations. Don't tell me about no Republican. I don't want to hear it. I need lineage-based reparations in the form of cash payments. If they play dumb, well, what is lineage-based reparations? Reparations for the descendants of slaves, for the freedmen. Not for racism, but for slavery. 
It's just that simple. We need our cash payments. If you're not prepared to do that, then don't worry about it. Leave me alone. I'm not voting. I'll sit it out. I'm good. I'm not going to lose a, a wink of sleep for not voting for you. Because the Democrat Party can go straight to hell, and it needs to at this point for what they have done to black America. Black folks have bent over backwards. We are sacrificed. We have waited and waited. We've had hope. We've prayed. We, we waited. We waited so much. Everybody got to get something. We have to wait. And we waited patiently. It's enough of that waiting. No, we waited long enough. Give us something. or we don't worry about it. Just leave us alone. We good. Spend, spend that money on something else. The Congressional Black Caucus, you won't spend that much money. Why don't you go spend that money in the cities and help black people in the cities instead of worrying about keeping y'all in power? If it was up to me, all the Congressional Black Caucus would go, all of them, and you start over from scratch. And all the people in, the, in that new Congressional Black Caucus will be people for the black community, period, who would have a B1 attitude. They couldn't even run. They couldn't even get anywhere near Congress if they didn't have a B1 attitude. But that's going to take the majority of black folks that had the attitude to enforce that, too. You understand? Because politicians are political whores. They're going to do whatever they need to do to stay in power. So they have tap dance to what you're actually saying, but it has to be a consequence of them being voted out of office. Well, yeah, Biden and the Democrats are in trouble. I'm very happy to hear that. And we'll see in 2024 if black people show Biden and the Democrats that we are not to be played with. That message alone will speed up our lineage-based reparations in the form of cash payments.